0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Have you ever taken a leap of faith to help you get closer to making your dream a reality? Well, so did Cody Bullen, who's a music artist who dropped out of law school to pursue his music career. And I had the opportunity to speak with him in this episode of the shit, Esports shit, Talk.
1: Shit. Hold up. Went into the whole team, show up.
0: Welcome back into Iggy Sports Talk. I'm your host, Jakey Nazewski, or Iggy for short. And I want to thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And if you're listening to that intro, thinking in your mind, why am I tuning into an interview where a musical artist is being interviewed, but he's talking about sports talk. What? Why aren't we talking about sports? Well, in each and every single episode, I try and focus on the deeper aspects of sports in life and connect mental health with sports. But music is an avenue that I want to start going more towards down. I'm trying to say that multiple times, it's just not coming out right. But I really think that the art of music and the mental health aspects of it is really fascinating and how, you know, artists compare themselves to others how they are able to find their voice and also their path through getting to, you know, wanting to pursue music. And, you know, I think it has a very similar uh, path to sports and aspects with sports to where, you know, you, you dream of this more than life type dream. And, you know, so many times, you know, athletes get told when they're younger, yo, oh, you, you know, you want to be in the NFL, you want to be in the MLB. Well, you know, millions of people want to do the exact same thing. I feel like music is very similar. And, you know, people love music just like they love sports where it relaxes them and it helps them disconnect from the external forces of the world. And I think, especially with music, it's fascinating to understand why a musician used this lyric compared to another one. Um, and, And really how they find their own niche and their own identity uh, within the music space. And so today, I had the opportunity to speak with Cody Bolin, who is a musical artist, and he sort of does rap, R&B, some pop. And I actually found him on TikTok. He's, He's one of my favorite artists. And he actually has a really fascinating story to where he dropped out of law school to pursue his music career. And him and I really spoke about how he found that authenticity through his music and really how he tried to stay present, even with not sometimes feeling good enough after dropping out of law school, questioning some of his decisions and really just finding a way as an independent artist to make this uh, job of music a reality and to ultimately make his dreams a reality. And so without further ado, let's listen into my conversation with Cody Bolin. Cody. I got to tell you, you are the first musical artist that I'm having on Iggy's Sports Talk. And this is an avenue that I've I've really wanted to dive more into because I think especially with how sports athletes feel like their career defines them and, you know, they they have to deal with the comparison syndrome as well as uh, finding ways to do what they love and what they're passionate about as a job. Um, It's really cool to, you know, dive more into the music aspect too and Learn more about why people like yourself use different things
1: or lyrics in songs or sort of how you got to where you are in your path. I mean, I was a college athlete too. So I kind of have the relationship with sports and then I also have the relationship with music now. Uh, But I think mental health plays a big role in both. I think it's super important. Um, And it's tough because especially when you're doing something that's competitive, you, you kind of have to keep your head on straight Mm -hmm. throughout it all. And stay kind of in the middle with the high highs and the low lows. And that's a tough thing to do, especially with something as emotional as music, whether or not, you know, it's um, good emotions, bad emotions, sad emotions, happy emotions, anything like that. So yeah, mental health plays a huge role, especially as an artist when a lot of artists do this stuff alone, you know, they're alone in the room. So. Especially for you, like finding your voice too, was, was a whole process. Yeah, finding your voice and then just taking reps, just like sports, right? Just taking reps. You know, I started music pretty late because I was, you know, doing sports stuff through college. So I started really focusing on music probably around like 22, 23. Um, and just taking the reps, making making a thousand bad songs, like making songs and just growing and growing. Because at the time when you're making songs, you you know, you think everything's pretty sick. But then you look back and you're like, oh, my God, I would have done this differently. I would have done this differently. And being an athlete my whole life kind of prepared me for this because there's a lot of comparisons and there's a lot of ways that you can deal with the struggles with how you deal with struggles in sports. So there's a lot of similarities.
0: And talk talk a little bit about that path from, you know, you going to college and then, you know, transitioning more to being being a full time music artist because, you know, from just consuming your content I I saw that you know you dropped out of law school and you know really wanted to pursue music and I know for you know myself I changed my major in my junior year from business to sports and it was a little bit scary for me going towards my passion because you know you get the whole outside noise of you know you're not going to be able to make enough money like how are you going to make this happen especially with a competitive industry like music so how was that sort of experience for you
1: Yeah. I mean, I went to law school for three semesters and I didn't do bad. Like I didn't drop out because of grades. Um, but I was, you know, three semesters in and I was basically just like at a law firm working like an internship, not an internship, but just like a summer job and I was like making beats at the law firm and just like writing songs. And I remember being like, what, am I allowed to swear on this? Am I allowed to say, (laughs) I'll try not to swear. Um, I was like, what the hell am I doing? Um, because I was just making beats in a law firm. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, what what am I doing here if I know what I love? Um, and I've always been someone that's, that's kind of instinctual and just kind of goes off of what I feel. Uh, I had, I was thinking about going overseas to go play pro right out of college. Decided not to do that. Um, and then I played volleyball in college. Um, yeah, so I played indoor volleyball. Um, and yeah, I was just, I was... I did the law school stuff because it was another thing that was challenging. Right. Like I left school, I left school, you know, focusing so much on volleyball and being focused on something that was like such a big goal that when I left, and I think it's hard for a lot of athletes you leave and you don't know what the hell you're doing because you've had this thing that you've been working towards for so long. So law school was just that other thing that I was like, okay, maybe I can tap into this and I can fall in love with it. Um, Obviously that did not happen. I did not like it. And, you know, I was making songs. I would, you know, I would like freestyle for my buddies. And they were like, you know, this is really good. Like, did you write that? And I'm like, no, I didn't write that. I'm just like thinking of ideas. I've always had a good relationship with music and I've always loved it. But um, I just got to the point where where I was obsessed. You know, I would come home uh, late at night working a side job. Like I'd work at a restaurant. I'd get home at like midnight and I would just write and try to make music till like 2 or 3 a.m. And then wake up and go to law school. So it turned into this just crazy thing where I was like, okay, I'm either going to do this or I'm not going to do this. There's not going to be like a half in, half out thing. Um, and when that happened, when I when I just had that thought, I was like, screw it. So dropped out of law school, took my last test, moved to L.A., and it was over. I guess it was over. But COVID hit right when I moved here. But, yeah, that that's when the journey kind of started. And do, do you remember that moment when it like clicked in your
0: mind of all right, I'm doing this and I'm going full fledged for it? Because I remember at least for me when I had a bit
1: of, I love sports and it'd be amazing to do this every day. Yeah, there was. I mean, I had, I had. Luckily, I have great friends and I had people around me who, um, you know, I don't know if they believed in me to the degree that I believed in me, which makes sense, right? But they were inspired by what I was doing and the work that I was putting forth. I had another guy, uh, one of my best friends who moved out here with me, who also, uh, you know, does some music stuff. And he was inspired by the stuff I was making. and We worked off of each other and we were just super excited about the opportunity of maybe doing this. And I remember I had just written a couple songs and I felt myself getting better. You know how you like start playing something, you start playing a sport or start doing something and you feel yourself like, growing like exponentially and getting better and better. And I remember being like, okay, if I keep doing this, I'm going to get to a point where I'm going to be proud of what I'm making and I'm going to be able to release it and get it out. And um, I think it was, it was October of 2019. And I was in my last, I was, I had to decide if I was going to go to my next semester of law school. And I had just started dropping music under like a different name. Basically it was, it was under my initial CB. And, um, I really loved the song, and it got a lot of love from people. And I was like, "You know what? If I fail, I don't really care. That was when I knew when I was like, if i if I don't make it, right? and i and I haven't made it yet, you know, i'm I'm not I'm not sitting in a nice house. I'm not I don't have a record label deal. Um, I'm not touring. So like, I haven't made it yet. However, in my head, when I, when I thought to myself, if I don't succeed, that's okay. Like I know I'm doing the right thing. That's when I knew, that's when I knew that this was right. Because even if it doesn't work out, you're going to find another path and you're also not going to regret what you had done. And at the end of the day, I was fighting for what I believed in and I've been doing that for my whole life, you know, whether it was good or bad or whether, and obviously God knows it didn't agree with my parents, you know, imagine telling your parents, you're not a lawyer, you're a rapper and an artist and a singer and, all that. So like that conversation was obviously tough, but that was the moment when I was like, it'll be fine. It's okay if I don't if I don't if I don't make it. I'll be all right. Yeah. I think that believing yourself is so key, especially in a creative
0: space. And um, you know, being able to see yourself progress is, is the most important part because as you know, creatives or as artists, um, it's so easy to pick apart. You know what you've made and you know you're your biggest critic you're the only one who sees when you made up when you screwed up that one verse or something like that and um you know you actually brought up uh you know the um not full the people around you some people around you not fully believing in you in in your song rewind you know you you mentioned it in a lyric i remember the ones who who i love said to give it up and you know when when you heard that um how did you keep that belief in yourself and what did you say to yourself to
1: keep on going then you fall into the music. Like, every time um, – I've heard a basketball player say this, and it's so true. I've never related to something more. He's like, like girlfriend will break up with you. The ball's still there. Mm-hmm. Like, your friend doesn't, like, w- want to hang out with you. ball's still there. Having a tough day at school, ball's still there. Like, it was the same thing with music. Like, um, I was alone out here living in, like I- – I was living with my buddy, but we were living in, like, a one-bedroom pool house, 500 square feet. Um, we had to move out in six months. We had roaches and shit. And I remember, like, we were in a tough spot. Like, we were just in a tough spot. It was in mm-hmm. the middle of COVID. We were living in basically a box. We called it the box. And we were living in this place. And I remember being like, tough day, you know, working a side job. Go go make a song. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not feeling good, go listen to some music. Uh, go make a beat. Like, I always fell back into it. And it was my cushion. And it was like my safe haven. If I was ever stressed out, or I was in a bad space, I always went back to my music. So having something like that, even though maybe the outer, you know, people from outside don't understand it, it there's a sense of trust with the music. Like, I know it's going to be there. I know that I control this. Like, and me having that relationship with it allowed me to trust music. It wasn't that I trust, of course, I trust myself, but like, I trust that, that side of me, Um, whether or not people believed in me it didn't really matter because you know and artists can relate to this we got fucking 50 100 songs that are just sitting on my laptop right now and whether or not they get released or not they've done a lot for me right like I wouldn't be able to make a song like rewind if I didn't make the five before where I was trying to find that introspective outlook on life like so all of that and the reps i think just at the end of the day reps are confidence so being able to understand like if i get in a session and i'm doing songwriting or i'm doing anything like that i know what i'm about no matter who i'm in the studio with no matter what i'm i know what i'm about i know what i do here and i know that i'm good um and i think that having that clarity is super helpful when you're an artist
0: right yeah and, and especially you know continuing to put those reps in because i know you know at least for myself and you know hearing even from others who do different creative things sometimes you can get so results driven and that can kind of demotivate you and you know i i found you from tiktok and um it was actually the uh the leave um i think it was your first viral video or one of your viral videos um of leave and um i was just so impressed from you you just playing a beat and then just ripping off of it and but you know for for you when um when maybe maybe the numbers aren't where you think they should be in your head how how do you continue to to motivate yourself day in and day out to keep on making
1: music keep on posting and just believing in the path yeah that's tough there's not like an answer for that that's like that's like black and white it's tough it's not you're not human if if you know things are not turning out how you expected them to turn out and you're just like oh screw it like you that's almost a little bit crazy. Like that's almost a little bit weird if you're not thinking like that. Mm -hmm. However, um, I think it's harder when I have a song do really well and I'm trying to follow up that song because I have this expectation of this next song that needs to be better when in music, it's not really right. Like we know LeBron James is better than the eighth guy on that roster. Right. We know it. He's better at getting to the hole, scores more points. He shoots at a higher percentage. Like, you can see that. Music is different, subjective. Um, and sometimes you can make a big song from a guitar loop and sometimes you can make a, a big song from a drum loop. Um, sometimes you can make a song acapella that you just, you have an idea. So there's all these different avenues of making a song. And I had a release recently that that's doing well called Believe Me that, um, is doing well. But when I dropped it, You know, I went through a writer's block where I had such high expectations of myself making music that it was hard for me to get back on and feel comfortable again to, you know, make something great and want to drop it. Um, I've always just the way my life has gone and just the way that I've, you know, as an athlete and just throughout my life in general, when I'm counted out, I've always just been like that underdog. Like I've always been like, you know, if if a song is not streaming, it's like, okay, fine, that's fine. You don't like that one. Here you go. Like, right. here's another one for you. Like, that, that's just always the way that I've thought. So when songs don't stream well, you know, I've had a couple of songs that I've been super excited about that I still believe in right now that don't have a ton of streams. Um, That, you know, it doesn't matter that they don't have a lot of streams right now. Um, The great thing about music is that it's always up there. Right. right? Like, I dropped the song Hollow that started off pretty slow, Um, just dropped it, didn't have a big promo for it. But it got found by a lot of people and it kept getting listened to, kept getting listened to. And then now it's starting to get listened to much more than what it did at the beginning. So having music up there, uh, it gives you a chance, right? Like it gives you a chance. Um, It's also about being consistent as long as you get that kind of that motor going and you're, you're continuing to sit in the studio. You're continuing to track your brain and you can put some days together right? Like when you start putting some days together that are really good, that's when good things happen.
0: And especially staying consistent with just keeping at least people who are fans of you and are fans of similar music that you create top of mind, you know what I mean? Especially with consistently posting, because I mean, you know, there's an abundance amount of, you know, TikTok artists. And, you know, in in my opinion, TikTok has has helped the music industry with, with helping just people become discovered easier, but I feel like it's also saturated in, there's so many people who can be noticed and just on viral video or something like that. And so, um, you know, I'm always curious, you know, for, for, you know, yourself, like an independent artist who doesn't have, uh, you know, a label behind you who's able to massively push, you know, or promote your songs or, um, you know, give you content ideas. Like when you wake up and you, and you have like a song and you try and think of the best way to market it, like what's sort of the thought process on like making
1: the content around it? I have a lot of like high expectations for making sure something is authentic for me personally. And there are artists that are not like that and that's okay. But I, in my head, I feel like that's corny when I'm acting for you because my music personally is like, I try to be as authentic as possible and I want to give you a piece of like who I actually am rather than me trying to, and there are artists that do this and they do it great and they make millions from it, but they play a certain person. Right, they play a certain person and they play that role, and I've just never been that guy. It's been so hard for me to try to act outside of myself, and I'm trying to sell my name and myself. So, whenever I'm making content, I'm thinking, How am I trying to illuminate this music as authentic as possible? Um, I mean, the couple videos that have popped off for me have been me literally, I literally tracked a song two feet from my mic. And I heard it, and I was like, wow, that's crazy. I'm not going to change this. And I remember being like, okay, I'm just going to share that. Like, I'm going to share that I accidentally made this two feet away when I was messing around, and it sounds amazing. And that authenticity, I think, was shown in that video. And people were like, oh, man, this is really cool. Or when I made that first video where I was like, I literally just found a guitar loop, and I added claps. Here you go. Like, there was, that was it. Um, simplicity authenticity and also showing that you're that you like it right like genuinely like it like when you're making the song like you can see my like in that first video my face like I'm like in I'm like oh yeah this is crazy like having that kind of emotion because when you start pitching stuff on TikTok it becomes kind of corny and car salesy and it's like I never wanted to do that Um, so giving someone insight to my small studio, my small room, um, and me literally sitting at a desk with a a mic stand next to me is important for me, for me to relate to people. That's just, that's, that's my way of relating to people. I also don't have a label. So I'm not going out there, you know, making crazy music videos, which I would love to do, but you have to make do with what you got. Um, but it always starts with the music. It's never about something else for me. It's always the music. I think that authenticity is key. And, you know, you really reminded
0: me of, you know, a guy who's one of my favorite artists, which is just Mike. And, you know, I thought it was cool on your song Believe. So many people just flooded the comments of, you know, you got to make music with Mike just because, like, his music is just about the vibe. You know what I mean? It's just about being yourself and just speaking about what's around you and trying to make people feel good through your music. And, you know, for you, when when you get in front of the mic, like, where does really what really fuels your passion with music when, when you think of like the listener on the other side that's listening to this specific song like is there any sort of thing
1: that you think in your mind of you want them to take away from that music it only like I don't even want them to feel the same exact thing that I feel but I hear certain songs like I'm making a song right now that I that I'm very excited about because when I heard the I, I made it off of a guitar loop when I made it off of the guitar, I felt the guitar. Like, I felt it. It wasn't that I thought it was cool or, like, that I was like, man, this is really talented by the guitarist, which it was. But I was like, I felt something in me. Like, like you 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 hear it, and you, you it evokes something in you. Like, it brings out something in you. And that's what I always look for. And that's tough. Because if you sit down in the studio, and you're like, all right, I'm going to make a song today. It's like it kind of it almost takes away from the beauty of a song because if, the beauty of a song is it's supposed to kinda have some similarities and make you feel familiar, but also it's supposed to surprise you and it's supposed to bring out something that maybe you can't find in another song and that's what I hope I do for people is that um you can't find me anywhere else, right like maybe I have parts of Mike, maybe I have parts of you know, more of hip hop, maybe I have a little bit of R&B, but at the end of the day, if you want to listen to me, you got to find me. And I think being unique in that way is hard because it's a risk, but it's also a necessity for me whenever I'm making music. So I try to incorporate, you know, pop, hip hop, even some r with the lyrics, sometimes, you know, more R&B, but just mixing it all, mixing it all.
0: Yeah, and I think that's so key, especially when tying it back to the authenticity in your voice as well. Because you know, you you if you look at your music, like you could pin it down on different genres, like you brought up, like some hip hop, some R and B. But I think it's cool because the sound is all different, and it's you. I feel like that, especially as somebody, even in front talking in front of a microphone for a podcast, or even just uh, you know, rapping in front of a microphone, like not not taking so much of people who you emulate and idolize copying it, but rather making it into your own, you know, for you throughout that process of finding your voice, who were some of the biggest inspirations for you when, when you first start
1: getting into music? Well, I grew up on a lot of music. So I grew up on uh, a ton of rock and roll. So like Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith, The Beatles, Rage Against the Machine, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Nirvana. Um, I grew up on Michael Jackson, Lenny Kravitz, Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, Stevie Nicks, Fleetwood Mac, like all that stuff I grew up on growing up. Um, And that was something that made me love music from the get-go. And then when I kind of got more into high school, I started listening to a lot of rap. Um, I listened to, you know, old Biggie, old Eminem. um, A lot, I mean, just a whole lot of artists that inspired me. Um, I would say some of the artists that inspired me when I was, when I was like in that realm when I was like, God, I want to make music was just a lot of these rappers that were making music. I thought it was so cool with the way that they projected and the way that they conveyed their voice. Um, you know, Russ was someone who was an independent artist that was dropping music on SoundCloud and you saw like his, his world blow up. And that was in, no matter, no matter what, kind of music you're into whether or not you listen to his music like watching a guy like stay consistent and then watch his entire life blow up because of the work that he put in was super inspiring um you know i grew i i listened to a ton of uh mac miller vince staples um earl sweatshirt um a lot of those guys that inspired me and then when i got you know more into pop i did listen to mike i haven't listened to mike a ton you know, Mike wasn't a number one guy for me ever, but um I've always respected what he's done. You know, I and then obviously the greats, like you know, Jay-Z, Kanye, Drake, like all those guys that essentially just set the tone for everybody else. Whether or not you say you love them, they set the tone for everybody. Uh, but I could go on and on about my inspirations. I could go on and I listen to all types of music,
0: all types of music. And especially like with with Russ and Mike as you brought up, like I those are two Prime examples of how you can be
1: successful as an, as an artist, I bet that probably motivated you as well, yeah, like those two guys being able to tour without a label, like Mike was able to tour without a label um and also do with his friends, like my friends are super important to me, like like no matter what where I go, like my friends will always be my friends, like those guys will always go with me, um, and I have some buddies that you know are on similar journeys and they're trying to grow in their own space I have a buddy making music. I have, um, you know, my best friend started a clothing business in Chicago Um, and we all kind of, you know, work off of each other and inspire each other. Um, And, but to watch, you know, independent artists grow like that, it is inspiring and it's cool to see, it's cool to see people of all types come together. That's why I love music. Music is amazing because you have, all types of different people from all types of different backgrounds coming together, but you were late, right? Like I've been in the studio with a lot of people that are way different than me, like way different than me. Like whether it be their upbringing, whether it be what their interests are, um, whether it be how they dress, like anything. But at the end of the day, like if something plays and we both like it, it hits. Mm -hmm. And that's the beautiful thing about music. It brings so many different people together like so many different people together and I've seen it happen and it's, it's, it's sick. That's what I love about it.
0: And must definitely help you get different perspectives on not only like the lens of like what that person has gone through, but why they maybe make the music that they do or maybe why they say the lyrics that they do. And um, you know, one thing that uh, lyric that risen really resonated with me that, that you mentioned in your song, hollow was uh, drowning drowning in these thoughts. Am I good enough? And that's one line, the last part, am I good enough? not only just in my personal life, but also in my career, like that's something that it's, it's easy to ask yeah. yourself, especially with that comparison syndrome. And so, you know, for, for yourself, like how do you continue to remind yourself each day? I am good.
1: enough? Yeah, that's tough. Some days you don't think you're good enough. Like, right. Like it's, it's great to paint a picture where you're like, it's great to paint a picture. Where like I've always been good enough. I've always thought I've been good enough. I don't think that's true. I think it's healthy to doubt yourself. I think, um, one thing that I've gained through this whole thing is self-awareness. Like I, uh, having self-awareness as an artist is, you know, I know people that will show me a song and I'm like, dude, you're not even, you just are glad that you're on it. You're not, you're not really listening to the music. You're just listening. Oh, Oh, this is me. They're like, this is me. So thinking you're good enough. I go through that all the time where you're either struggling with music. Maybe you're struggling in a relationship. Maybe you're drinking too much. Maybe you're smoking too much. Maybe, like, you're waking up late and you're not getting to the gym. Like, stuff like that. Or, you know, I mean, shit, I'm a law school dropout. Like, how many times do you think that's rolled through my head where it's been like, dude, you had that lined up? So that question does come up. um, And, yeah, you can look to other people to help you. You know, you can look to your family. You can call your mom. You can call your dad. You can call your friends. But it's you. At the end of the day, like, it's you. It's you like, um, but action is what brings out that. Am I good enough? That's what helps me say to myself. I am that guy is I do put in the work. Like at the end of the day, whether you like the music or not, I do put in the work. I am here late. I do. I, I do listen to my song a thousand times through. I do write a million lyrics. Um, like all of that stuff is true. And I think that's what, that's what should bring your confidence Um, but also a a reason why that song is made is because of honesty, like it's not made because I, I think I'm good enough. It's made because I've faced the fact that I've thought, you know, that I've believed that I'm not good enough at times and being transparent in that and being able to show, yeah, there are lows is, is healthy. That's why I always am, am surprised when people call it like sad rap. I don't think it's sad rap. I think it's like hopeful. I think it's hopeful. Like you, you're relating to other people, you know, I'm not talking about going down and deeper into I'm not good enough. I should die and all this stuff. It's I'm not good enough, but how am I going to fight through? What am I going to work through to get past this and inspire other people, inspire myself. So um, yeah, I think it's healthy to have those thoughts. I don't think it's weird at all. I think it's, I think it's good. I think it motivates you as well. You know, reminds
0: you, like why you're doing what you're doing and you know one thing that i don't know if you've ever heard this saying before but one thing that motivates me each and every single day to keep on starting for my goals is is it's already happened time just hasn't caught up yet so for you just like closing your eyes and you know seeing the camera the camera lights of all the people in the crowd you know filming you while you're performing up on stage and just like knowing in your mind it's already happened time just
1: hasn't caught up yet yeah It's a great way. And if you stay around long enough, something's going to happen. If you stay around long enough and you put in the work, something's going to happen. Whether or not it's exactly what you expect, something is going to happen. I mean, how many times do we look at our life now and then look back? I mean, I can remember me making music in my apartment with my best friend in Chicago. And I'm looking back on that moment where I was way farther away from my goals. But I look at that moment as great. That was great. I was happy. I was fearless. I was excited, you know, all those things. So it's funny, you know, if you end up in a year, if I'm in a totally different spot and we're looking at this interview, it's like, wow, like everything's completely changed. I'm still going to look back at this moment in time and be like, man, there were some great spots there. There are some great moments. So being present has been a big part for me just being present. And, you know, you get anxiety and you get stupid worries when you start thinking about the future and stuff you can't control. And you know, whenever I'm making music, I'm trying to be as present as possible and just enjoy what I'm doing, uh, because there's so many good things. Like if if two years ago, if I told myself two years ago, like, this is where you'd be, I'd be proud of myself for sure. You know, I have a fan base. I have people that listen to my music. Um, I can drop a song and people will listen to it. You know, I can do things musically that I was not able to do two years ago that I was unable to do so. to to take a step back and look at it, um, it gives you good perspective. It makes you grateful. It makes you really grateful.
0: Yeah. And that gratitude aspect is so key, especially when you do get in those anxiety or those poor me sort of mindsets, really looking at those small things. And even not only, you know, the the career aspect, but I woke up today, you know what I mean? I have have 10 fingers. I have 10 toes. Some those simplistic things are super key. And, you know, I bet when you're reflecting at times you chuckle, a little bit and you're like, boy, I didn't really expect this happening, or boy, I was so naive when I first started this. And so for you, what
1: are some of the biggest lessons you've learned as an independent artist? To, to keep getting uncomfortable when you're making music, to keep pushing yourself. Um, don't try to remake something you already made. That's a big one. Um, don't try to remake something you've already made. You know, you, you you have a song, do well, and then you're like, okay, I need I need to do this again, exactly just like this. Um, I think that's one of the things that I've learned is continue to push yourself, continue to make yourself uncomfortable, um, push the envelope. And I've always, you know, I've always gotten better. It's so cliche, but you get better from failing, but you always get better when you kind of hit a spot that you haven't been to. And you're like, how am I going to get out of this one? Right. You're like, how am I going to get out of this one? Cause when, um, when your back's against the wall, like you, you, if you're a dog, you turn into a monster. You really do. Like if, if you're against the wall, you can really turn into something that you didn't think you could. And I think I've been in those scenarios a couple of times and been able to get out of them and grow. Um, so letting, letting things come and go. And, and I talked about not letting your highs be too high and your lows be too low, but also continue to make yourself uncomfortable, continue to try different things, uh, work with a lot of different people, um, listen to a lot of music. I know a lot of people that make music and all they do is listen to themselves. That's kind of weird to be honest with you. Like, I don't know how you're taking the temperature of the music community and you're not listening to any music. Um, so yeah, be open, be fans of other people. You know, you start off and you're you're so like you're like, oh, he made it. How the how the hell did he make it? Mm-hmm. Like it's like that's such a terrible way of looking at stuff. Like I'm not. I think. I think that's another thing. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. Jealousy is terrible. That's a. That's a thought of the devil. I think too. Be curious. You know what I mean. If you feel that jealousy, be curious. How? What? What is? What did he do that? You know, I'm not doing or something. Like that? And why do you feel that way? Why do right. you feel? Why are you jealous? Like, why? Why do you want to be that? Right. Like at the end of the day, like. There are a lot of people that are successful that are making a whole lot of money in the music industry but at the end of the day like would i want to switch places with them and be that person i don't know i'm pretty happy with who i am so being able to accept that and being like okay my time will come or if not like you know it's always not a happy story too what if your time doesn't come it's okay it's all right you you keep going you keep going you just continue to work find different ways People are better problem solvers than they give credit for. Like, people are resilient in general. Um, And me, you know, being in the position that I've been in for the last, you know, I haven't been doing it that long, but like four years, four or five years, I've seen it a lot. I've seen a lot. Like, I've seen a whole lot, and I've I've worked through a whole lot. So, being able to trust myself, I think when you're happy with you, you're not jealous. Like when I'm happy with myself and what I'm doing, I'm never jealous. It's when I'm insecure about myself or I'm not confident in my abilities at the moment where I start looking around trying to blame people or trying to be mad at somebody else. That's when that's when problems start to arise. So it's always about yourself. It's always about yourself in that in that scenario when you're feeling jealous. Yeah. I think that's so key for, for anybody listening and it th- doesn't matter what
0: you do for a job, just, you know, just in general life. And, um, you know, I, I bet there's a lot of people who are listening to this, who are, are fired up from this conversation, are excited to yeah. go go and check
1: out your music. So wow. where, where can they find all your stuff and get to you to support you? Yeah. My Spotify, Apple music, um, all the, all the, the, the platforms, um, Cody Bowen on Instagram, Cody Bowen on TikTok, C-O-D-Y-B-O-L-A-N. Um and yeah, the biggest thing that I always tell people is you don't need to follow me on Instagram if you don't want to. Just make sure you listen to my music. That's the biggest thing with me. Um, go to my Spotify. Go to YouTube. Um, I don't have as big of a YouTube presence just because you know we don't have those videos up yet, those music videos. But yeah, you can find me on you know look up my name, and I'm I'm sure you can relate to some of the music that I'm making. Um, and a lot of a lot of music is coming. A lot of music is coming, continuing to make music continue to drop. So I'm excited. Can't wait, man.
0: You also got a new song out with, uh, Justin Starling called, uh, uh, one, one zero four. So everybody go and check that out. And, you know, I, that's the biggest reason why I had you on. I'm a fan of you. I'm a fan of, you know, the, the music that you put out, the message that, that you portray. And, um, you know, I got to tell you, it's, it's been really incredible to watch your growth over the last year and a half or so, not only in the content and the music, but, um,
1: with with that just keep on going man keep on crushing it appreciate you bro appreciate you we'll stay in contact i appreciate all the love and uh yeah hopefully hopefully we're in a different spot both of us in a year we're moving up
0: i hope that you did enjoy my conversation with cody and got a little bit more insight on how you could maybe do this yourself if you have something that you want to strive for do it you only get every second once in this life and you really just got to go after it no matter what your parents say no matter no matter what your friends say If you want to do something and something that you've always dreamed of doing, go after it. Something that I haven't talked about a ton on this podcast is I actually changed my major going into my junior year. I was a business major and then I simultaneously going into my junior year just thought in my mind, I'm so passionate about sports that I'm just going to go after it. And you know, my parents kind of questioned me a little bit. Friends questioned me a little bit. Even my college advisor was kind of like, what are you doing? But at the end of the day, I wanted to take control of my life. I wanted to take control of like what I wanted to do as a career. And I thought in my mind, I wouldn't be super happy, uh, you know, working at a desk job, doing sales, you know, working in business, uh, with something that I wasn't passionate about. And, you know, I still kind of do some business marketing, you know, I sit at a desk, whatever, but it's within sports. And it's within something that I'm really passionate about. And that, you know, lights my uh, heart on fire and, uh, gets me excited in the morning and so if you have something that gets you excited and you want to strive to do it you can make it happen it doesn't matter what age you are you know if you're listening to this as in your teenager you're in college you're out of college you're an adult whatever you can make your dreams a reality especially with social media you know being able to for me you know sit in front of this microphone you know talk to zoom and be able to talk to these different people you know I saw an opportunity to do something that I had always dreamed of. And I I just went after it and, you know, through social media, through technology, you're able to do the exact same thing. Even through like LinkedIn, through, you know, Instagram, you can reach out to people who are doing the exact same thing that you are wanting to do. And you can get advice on how you can, you know, the path that you can take or the path that they took to be able to get to where they are, but don't allow the external forces or your anxiety or your overthinking, uh, tell you that you can't go after it or because you're a certain age, you know, I'm too old to strive for my dreams. No, you can do whatever you set your mind to. uh, And like I said, you only get every single one. So go after it kind of like Cody did, you know, I bet it wasn't super easy for him to drop out of college and tell his parents and and go after an industry that is really competitive, kind of like sports. So, I, I really stress uh, that if you have something that you really want to do, or you if you have a dream, strive for it and do everything you can to make it a reality. But I hope that you really did enjoy this episode. And like I said, learn some things from the conversation that Cody and I have. That's something that you know I try and strive to happen each and every single episode. I want you to take away something from each episode and hope. That inspires you in some way. I hope that uh, it'll it'll make you, you know, motivate you to be your best and and to maybe change your perspective on a few things like sports or music. And if you want to hear more episodes like this, I have tons of great other interviews, you know, with JJ Redick, um, Alec Manoa, Marcelo Meyer, uh, also got some other great episodes um in the vault that are going to be coming out over the next few weeks. So make sure to subscribe on every audio platform that you listen to or over on YouTube. I also post on Instagram as well different clips that are from the podcast and different clips that are for motivational purposes that you know I get from uh you know sports broadcasts or or, or different stuff like that. Uh so make sure to go over and follow Iggy Sports Talk at Iggy Sports Talk on Instagram. But as always Greatly appreciate everybody tuning in. I'll see you and talk to you next time. Peace. Thank you for listening
1: to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing
0: to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.